This episode is brought to you by All The Skies, the modern sympathy shop. As we all know, there is no magic pill that can take the pain of grief away, but a thoughtful gift can really help. All The Skies is full of meaningful grief gifts and self-care products for grievers to feel truly supported. In this online boutique, you'll find gifts that leave a lasting impression, whether that's sending to somebody you know going through loss or as a little treat for yourself. Find out more at shopalltheskies.com. Listening to Good Morning, the podcast talking all things grief with honesty and humor. Welcome back to the Good Morning Podcast. If you are a new listener, hello and welcome. We are your hosts, Sal and Im, and you are listening to Grievers Anonymous, where you guys call and share with us your griefy confessions, questions, or messages of solidarity with other members of the community. This is the first time in a while that we are actually sitting in the same room, so we're a little bit excited. Yeah, we're taking it back to the old school, aren't we? Uh, Yes, literally we've been trying to figure out how to use this bloody recording system again since we've been on zoom for so long because it's been like a year and a half i think since we've used this so yeah guys we are back together we've got the dogs with us as well so if you hear some random barking we're just gonna roll with it (laughs) yeah or snoring they like to snore too as well yeah just a bit of background noise (laughs) but guys we have been overwhelmed with the messages we've received from you all saying how much you love this segment and how refreshing it is for you guys to hear other people talk about things that you're going through too it just bloody helps to know we're not alone doesn't it it really does and i think in grief you can just really think like am i you know normal for thinking or feeling this way like does anyone else feel this and because we don't talk about it much as a society you know you can kind of feel like there's no outlet to express what's really going on for you so i think this segment people have just they just love leaving us messages don't they yeah just it means so much to hear them and be able to hold this space for you guys yeah so thank you to everyone who has called in so far before we dive in it is important for us to flag up front that we are believe it or not not professionals not medical professionals so the advice and responses that we share throughout this episode are based solely on our own experiences and insights so if you are struggling we do recommend that you seek some professional help Okay, let's listen to our first caller. Let's do it. Hi, ladies. Thank you for your podcast. I really appreciate it. It's really helped me tremendously. I lost my mom about a year and a half ago to lung cancer. She was my world, my best friend, my everything. I miss her terribly. And I still have my father, who is the same age as my mom. And he's dating, so I'm feeling some types of way about it, but I would say my confession is that um, my parents didn't have a perfect marriage by any means. My dad cheated on my mom quite a bit, and when he cheated on her, he got one of the women pregnant with twins. So now that he's dating, I feel conflicted. And my confession is that I kind of wanted my dad to suffer a little bit. Like I didn't want him dating to be such an easy thing for him. 
I wanted him to struggle a little bit. I wanted him, him to have a little bit of a hard time. And I know it sounds bad, but that's just how I'm feeling. And I'm trying to figure it out and work through it a little bit. Um, but I would love any insight you ladies have on maneuvering this part um, of grief when a parent starts dating again. Thank you. Oh, it is such a complicated situation when the surviving parent starts dating again. It's something that we hear come up a lot and people have no idea how to cope with it, understandably, you know, and and on top of that, your dad cheating on your mum and getting another woman pregnant, like they're really, really hard things to have to go through. It's painful, it's hurtful, it's really complex and I don't think anyone in your shoes would not be feeling those conflicted feelings. Nah, it's... It's a really tricky situation. I really feel for for this caller. Yeah, there's a lot to be to be dealing with on top mm. of losing your mum there. And I think I don't know if you felt this sometimes in, but like sometimes we feel like I think that we have to like almost grieve with grace. But you know what? Sometimes we do have tough feelings towards other people, and I think that's pretty normal. But it can be quite difficult to unpack. Wouldn't say my grief's been graceful at all. <laughs> Far from it, Jesus. <laughs> but I feel like. But yes, that pressure. It's been a, it's been a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> clusterfuck, guys. It's a clusterfuck. But I feel like the kind of what I mean is feeling like we have to grieve and 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 not maybe express how we're feeling. Absolutely. When actually grief well, does bring up loads of fucking really tricky yucky but normal emotions that's the thing and that's the whole thing with like this grievers anonymous segment like people don't want to say these things out loud you know we don't want to say these things out loud because we worry that people might think that we actually believe them or will action them or there's so many things that have come through on our grief confessions that we do on instagram as well hundreds and hundreds of messages of people saying very similar themes yeah and I think I think it is normal. And, you know, for this listener, like not only are you grieving your mum, but there's so much pain and hurt your dad for his actions, understandably. And I think when we lose someone that we love and we're in so much pain, we want to see the people that are close to them as well acknowledge that loss and pain. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. almost like a, a reflection, like a mirror, like it's what, what can connect us in grief often. So... If you're not getting that or your dad's dating again and you feel like that pain isn't, you know, isn't being felt or you're not being supported in that way, then, or the loss doesn't matter, then that, like, it's it's, it's really hard. Absolutely. It can <laughs> kind of feel like they've moved on, right? Yeah. Like, how the fuck can you move on from this? Like, why hasn't this loss impacted you the way that it's impacted me? Like, mm. I think there's so many complicated feelings that come up with that right Mm -hmm. like I I can't talk in depth about my personal situation but it was similar in that I had feelings of wanting to yeah see somebody hurting for the hurt that they caused and feeling like that they should be having a hard time but they seem unaffected by what's happened and I will say that something that really helped me enormously with these heavy feelings is Dr. Edith Eager's work 
on forgiveness. So mm. we were so lucky. If you haven't heard already, we had Dr. Edith Eager on the podcast. So when we feel these negative emotions, it, it doesn't actually impact the other person at all. So if there's somebody that, you know, you are wanting to hurt as well, like they will never understand what we're feeling or they will never feel what we're feeling. So, mm. and I found it really helpful to work through my complicated thoughts and emotions towards someone else by leaning into finding forgiveness and what that meant and that really helped me move forward. Mm. And forgiveness is not about letting someone off the hook. Like that's the most important thing you need to realize when we talk about forgiveness. Um, it doesn't like let people off if they've done something hurtful to you. There's a really great quote that kind of explains what I'm saying, but Dr. Eager, that Dr. Eager shared with us and she said, it's not about forgetting it and you're not overcoming it, you just come to terms with it. And I found that to be such a helpful and realistic way to reframe what it all means, like to forgive someone. And it's also for you, it's a gift for you yes. to forgive because we're the ones holding on to these heavy thoughts and feelings. Like we need to fucking let those go, you know, because it's the other person is not holding on to those feelings. So why should we be carrying that, that burden? This also reminds me of when we interviewed Nick Kelly and Nikki Sarr, actually. Yes. Do you remember? Yeah. And that was actually a really popular episode, wasn't it? And and they were talking about just how lonely widowhood is and how, you know, as humans, we're wired to connect. But for some people, they just, can't, like, really struggle to be alone. Mm. And I remember when my mum's partner started like talking about wanting to date again quite soon after she died I was like really shocked at first Mm. and quite hurt but then I just you know had to remind myself that like it's it's not it's not it's not my life it's his and and that's kind of what Nick, Nick and Nikki were talking about weren't they just how lonely it is and like how also I think some people move on quickly to avoid painful feelings like like you know, almost like putting a, a band-aid on things. So yeah. something that helped me with mum's partner when he started dating was um, or going on like the dating scene was just trying to just remember that it, it we, we all kind of cope with these things really differently. Mm. And I can, imag- I can imagine like having really negative feelings toward the partner as well, like the new partner. It's like, you're not my mum. You'll never be my mum. Like I can imagine that's a really common feeling to have, not wanting to let them in into your life as well. And yeah. and if you don't want to, that's absolutely okay too, right? Totally. Like it's your, you know, it's your, it's, it's your relationship with your dad, I think, mm. that's kind of, I think the most important thing is trying to find something that works for you maybe it's having some boundaries in place like if this is really hard for you maybe you know you can't it's really hard to like you can't change people and that's one of the things I've learned as I get older but you can change how you interact with them and like the level of contact you have and I think if it is tricky for you to be around your dad at the moment and obviously you're not feeling great about things which is totally understandable if he's triggering you you know one of like the kind of things that I'd I'd like to leave this kind of like leave on this note is it is absolutely fine to practice boundaries yes especially when you're grieving like I think in grief we need to practice boundaries anyway because often we're like stretched thin and we just don't you know we need to kind of protect our energy and our mental well-being and our peace um, and I think if this is triggering for you, 
and if you're finding it really tough and also being around your dad you know you kind of is bringing up a lot for you I would say putting in boundaries around how often you see him how often you interact with him like how much you interact with his new partner how much you hear about those kind of things like his new relationship and how much you're involved in that I think even if it's just for now Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be forever but um just to protect your inner peace I think that could be something worth considering good advice and we hope that you found some of these things a little bit helpful and we are sending you lots of love and please 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 take away from this whatever you're feeling and thinking is absolutely normal and valid definitely all right on to the next caller I was so shocked by how many friends I lost like how many people were not there for me and did not show up and did not have the tools to support me um yeah it's was hard like grieving my dad dying was one thing but then grieving all the friendships that I lost subsequently to that was yeah just another layer um of sadness oh I think this has to be one of the most common experiences that we hear from our listeners about don't you 100% we've actually got a whole episode on this don't we yes we've got a grief tip Tuesday on grief and friendship so definitely check this out because I tell you this is one of the most common experiences in grief and it doesn't make it okay and it doesn't make it any less painful but you are absolutely not alone in feeling this way and and we're really sorry that you're going through this because it is bloody tough isn't it and it's horrible it's shocking you're like what (laughs) where's everyone gone yeah comes with so much shock like it's another grief like another deep layer of grief that we have to deal with secondary loss isn't it and I think um you know like this listener says it is a shock like how how many people often don't have the tools to like support us in grief I mean it's why we started this pod right because you Mm. kind of when you're in it you're like um okay why are we so ill-equipped when someone dies to be able to support each other you know and I think it's it is a real a real real surprise and it's a really it's a really tricky one to get your head around we listen uh we listened to <laughs> we did listen to it but we talked to one of our guests actually Samuel Johnson and he had a really interesting take on people dropping away didn't he oh, Sal yes. and it was about um people who were supporting people through a cancer diagnosis but there were so many similarities with what he was saying with actually supporting people through grief so this might be helpful to hear but he says that some people just can't face hard things like grief but that doesn't mean that they don't care like some people just aren't good at it they're not good at when things get hard like they don't know what to do or say and so I found that really helpful in terms of not taking it personally when people didn't show up, you know, and often says more about them than you. So not that it makes it anybody easier, Mm. but that perspective is quite good. And we also have, like, let's talk about the different types of friendships that we've learned about too. Like, you know, not everyone is going to be that support person. Definitely. I think something that's really helped us, right, is reframing some of our friendships. So, Mm not everyone is going to be that friend that's there at you know 3 a.m in the morning with you know when you're having a really like sleepless night and just need a shoulder to cry on like some people are maybe more practical like if you need a probate probate lawyer they are there they've got the suggestions but they're not going to be the person that's calling you up and saying how are you feeling today yeah today (laughs) or you know maybe someone's like a good time friend 
but maybe not that person that you can rely on for constant support but if you need a night out or a really good like you know break from your grief maybe you'll hit them up and I think that has been helpful but also something that I've found um, really useful to frame kind of that feeling of like when people don't show up for you and you feel really shocked and you're like what the fuck is going on Mm. like why are they not here for me Um, is someone that's once said people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves and I thought that was just really bang on because some people are just like Sam said, they're just crap with grief or loss or difficult situations. Like some people just can't deal with it. It doesn't mean they don't care or they don't want to be there for you, but they just, it's just not in their makeup. And, and the, I thought that was quite interesting. Yes, I love that. And the thing is, right, like Sal and I met because we had like, we had good support, right? We've got friends and family, but we met because we felt like no one understood what we were going through and grief is one of those things that until you've been through it like you'll never be able to understand how huge it is like it's almost impossible to know so I think that is also one of the main reasons why we may feel deserted by our friends during this time who potentially haven't gone through loss themselves it will most likely be those friends that are the ones that drop away because once you've been through it you are the best freaking supporter ever because we know what we need Totally. And if you're in your like 20s or 30s, it's probably quite likely that not a lot of your friends have experienced a big loss Mm -hmm. or really understand grief. So it might be that they just don't know what to say or do, but it doesn't make it any easier, right? It doesn't Mm -hmm. make it any easier when you're like, where have people gone? It hurts. It's lonely. And I think that's where there's power in like online grief support. You know, we met each other through a grief support group. There's loads of amazing accounts online, like obviously like our account, um, but then there's some really good ones in like the UK. There's like talk about loss where people, um, it's like young kind of young people's um, meetups across the UK. Um, I think there's quite a lot of uh, things popping up in the UK now, like Grief Network and um, there's Motherless Daughters Australia here in Australia, obviously. Um, (laughs) There's the dinner party in the US. Thanks for clarifying that, Sal. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. They're they're in Australia, guys, just in case you didn't know. Um, But there's loads of, of grief support groups that meet in person online. And I think if you are feeling like a lot of your friends don't get it or they've dropped away, like I would 100% say maybe see if there's something like close to you in your local area or get online and obviously we hope that our community and this podcast gives you that sense of like community as well but I think that can be finding like griefy griefy peeps who understand yes grief buddies are everything but community is everything when you're going through grief like I don't know what I would do without Sal we say this all the time but like it just helps to have that friend who knows exactly what you're going through um there's another little tip that may be helpful for you and this is one that I sort of used around relationships like with your intimate partner but like lowering expectations from people can really help too you know don't expect that everyone's gonna fucking fly in and be amazing support or show up for you like if you lower the expectation you also lower the chances of getting hurt um which is it's disappointing that we have to do this or even have this conversation but it can be helpful totally and i think if people are just generally like being shit 
and you know chuck them in the bin (laughs) I feel like yeah I feel like it's also okay to like be like this friendship isn't serving me anymore or you know someone one of our um, listeners and I think it was in our grief tip Tuesday on friendships definitely listen to that episode because I think it will give you quite a lot of insights into how other people have coped with this as well Um, but she said like a lot of her friends didn't show up for her and it really shocked her as well Um, but she decided on making like that her grief, this was like a new season of friendships for her. Mm. And it just meant that she changed as a person, her friends had changed, they were kind of going in different directions. And so she felt like her grief brought in a new season of friends. And I thought that was a really good way to look at it. Cause, yes, such a good way. Because it's kind of taking control of things a little bit as well, right? Like yeah. people are crap and like it doesn't like make it any easier and it really hurts but also it might be an opportunity to welcome some better people into your life who are more suited to you now to support you I love that Mm. and there's one other thing I've got so many tips of advice on this one because it's a biggie but um this is actually from a TikTok that we did that went viral I don't know if you guys have seen it um but there was one slide at the end that resonated with people so much and we got so many comments about it on TikTok and that was um we just don't have the energy for surface level friendships anymore and everyone was like oh my god that's it like you know and a lot of like friendships if you haven't if they haven't been through something huge they're quite surface and we just we don't have capacity for it right yeah like you know I don't really care about the latest (laughs) gossip or who said what or all of that stuff like and it changes you and if people aren't meeting you in that place it's it's okay to you know step away definitely and we're sending you so much love and we're really sorry that you've experienced this because it is really bloody tough and it is a shock um but we hope that our community can give you that little bit of extra comfort and support and definitely check out that Grief Tip Tuesday episode and know that you are not alone. There are so many others going through this. Yes. Um, oh, my God. And if you haven't, head to our Facebook, private Facebook group. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah. What's it called again? I always forget. <laughs> Good morning, grief support group. That'll be the one. Um, so go and check that out on Facebook because there's so many beautiful friendships fostered in there that we, yeah, it just makes us so happy to see. So important to find our grief buddies during this, guys. Okay, let's pause for a moment to talk about today's sponsor, All The Skies, which is the modern sympathy shop founded by a fellow griever who understands grief very well, Gianna D'Amelio. Im, I know you're the same as me, but I absolutely bloody love the story behind All The Skies. Please, please tell us and I'll try not to cry during this because okay. it is such a beautiful like reason behind the name. So the name was inspired by Gianna's dad who told her that he loved her more than all the oceans and all the skies. How beautiful is that? It's such a lovely tribute. So meaningful and so, so special. And after her dad died, Gianna found that, you know, as the flowers and the food rolled in, while these gestures were appreciated, it was the more meaningful gifts that left a lasting impression. And, you know, the ones that really gave her permission to feel and grieve. So Gianna set out to open an online boutique that serves up exactly that. I think it is those those 
gifts that make you feel really truly understood and like you have permission to just really sink into your grief and that's what she offers up here and all the skies is full of some really awesome things that help grievers feel truly supported isn't it like tell us tell us what we can get at all the skies Sal. okay guys you can get like self-care products thoughtful books and i love this one cozy pajamas because that's really yes. important because let's face it we don't really leave our pjs do we when we're like <laughs> neck in my grief. pjs right now <laughs> <laughs> and she also has some really unique clothing like they have a bestseller sweatshirt um, which is loved by an angel above which is really sentimental and really lovely so yeah. some really gorgeous products for you or somebody you know who's grieving basically guys all the skies is serving up all the great griefy gifts and they also ship to us australia and the uk so if you live in any of those places go check it out and the best part Good Morning listeners can get 15% off any purchase with code GOODMORNING. Visit shopalltheskies.com and you can find the link to the website in our show notes. Okay, guys, now back to the show. So let's take a listen to our next anonymous message. My griefiest confession is that sometimes I wish other people's parents would die. I feel like a horrible person just listening to myself say this right now. But I guess what I mean is I wish that they would just understand what I'm going through. I wish that they would just get it. I feel like this confession, you know, when we did, we did a call out on Instagram for anonymous Mm -hmm. grief confessions. This was... By far. Number one. Number one, wasn't it? Actually was. And like I can hear in this caller's voice, like she really doesn't, as even saying it out loud, it's so hard to do. And I applaud you for calling in and sharing this because you have no idea how many other people have felt this as well. It's one of those things that we just don't know how to say or if we can say it out loud but it is quite common I think you can say it out loud here on Grievous Anonymous because no one knows who's calling not even us we don't even know who's called so absolutely like it's just yeah good on you for plucking up the courage to getting it off your chest as well because sometimes we just need to say these things out loud you know when we lose someone we love it feels bloody unfair Mm. you know when we see someone with someone we no longer have it can make us wish someone else was in our shoes, you know? It's like, not that we want to play the victim, but, like, why me? Like, why is this happening to me? It's a very common and normal feeling to have after loss. Definitely, and I think, you know, she's talking about how she she wishes that people would understand what she's going through, and I mm. think we, we're relational beings, right? And we want to feel understood and seen, especially when we're in the depths of pain and... I don't think it makes you a bad person for wanting others to witness your pain and understand what you're going through. You know, we we all crave that connection, don't we? Absolutely. Oh, my God, this does not make you a bad person at all. And, you know, I can hear in your voice how this is so difficult for you to say and you worried about, you know, what that means by having these thoughts and feelings. But we just really want to reiterate, it's super common. Like Sal said, this is one of the most... <laughs> like sent in confessions that people had and grief is complex it's so freaking complex and can make you think and feel really weird things you don't necessarily mean in a literal sense right no grief can make you feel like you're just like a totally different person as well and all the thoughts and feelings that you have like might feel alien to you and 
you know but I think it's really important to say like when you're in deep pain and you're grieving like if you don't have people around you that you feel like get it or understand then Mm. you probably don't feel like seen or heard or supported or sometimes validated and I think that can lead to resentment because you can feel like others don't understand they're like oblivious you know just crack it I mean we've said this a lot haven't we like you feel like you see people like walking around like totally oblivious to like the pain yeah and we were before our mums died right like you know the pain of grief and like you're like oh fuck like life is like fuck I heard a really good thing the other day. I can't remember where I heard it, but they were explaining resentment and what Mm. that means and like how to know if what you're feeling is resentment. And they're like, if you're asking yourself or saying to yourself, must be nice, that must be nice, you know, that's resentment. So I was like, oh, must be nice. You don't know how this feels. Like that's when you know you're feeling resentment and it's a really normal feeling to have. So you can do the must be nice test. The must be nice test. <laughs> that yes. must be nice that you don't have to fucking put up with this, you know. It's um I yeah, I mean I'm definitely going to do that in certain <laughs> situations. Yeah. But like, you know, I feel like grief can also make you feel apathetic towards yes. life and towards other people's situations and like you just you know, an envy as well. That's a really common feeling that us grievers have. Like it's, it's just really important to remember that emotions, thoughts and emotions that come from grief, they're not good or bad. They just are, right? Yes. And, and also I think like back to our point earlier from pre- the previous caller, like if no one in your kind of peer group or friendships or, you know, anyone in your day-to-day has been through a big loss and don't really get it, then it's really hard sometimes to put into words the emotional and physical pain and the enormity of loss. And I think if people just don't understand it or they're oblivious, then it can make relating to other people's tough, which can then kind of make you feel quite resentful, you know? Absolutely, Um, yes. Um, Let's read out some of our similar confessions that we got that came in from our IG community which might make you feel a little bit less alone. Good I think idea. that's a good idea. So we'll start off with this one. My husband died a few months ago. We are both in our 20s. I'm watching all our friends in the stages of life we were meant to be in, buying houses, getting married, having kids, and I'm finding it so hard to be happy for them when all I can think about is how I no longer have that. There comes, there must be nice that you get to go and buy a house. Must be nice that you get to go and do all these things, you know? Those feelings of like, okay, yeah. Totally normal. And we've got another one here that says, I feel horrible for even saying this, but sometimes I wish my mother-in-law died instead of my mum. And we've got another one here that says, I get angry at other people being alive instead of my dad. And this one here, sometimes I sit and think about the people I would trade instead of my nana. Guys, it's pretty normal. Pretty normal, guys. <laughs> yeah. And to this listener, you are not alone. And yeah, it's. Uh, we hope that hearing other people's kind of thoughts around this kind of make you feel a little bit more normal. Normal. Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah. Um. All righty. Let's listen to our final message. I'm almost at seven months after losing my husband to COVID in February. I just got back from a trip to Portugal where my older sister got married. She announced her wedding a month before he passed away. I had anxiety and obviously other 
feelings about going to the wedding and I have a support widow group and my grief counselor, they all thought it was a bad idea if I went. Um, I actually flew out on my birthday, just out of coincidence. She got married two days after my birthday and it was my first without him. And it was brutal. It felt like we left the hospital all over again. Um, and that was a full travel day in that feeling and those emotions and then being there at the wedding and seeing loved ones we grew up with that I, that I haven't seen since he passed. And, and, um, you know, she honored him beautifully at the wedding throughout the whole ceremony. And, um, now I'm back and I'm on the other side and I always listen to your podcast and I've heard multiple times people say grief shifts, it changes, it molds. And I didn't believe it until now. I didn't believe I would get there until now. And, uh, it's incredible how it shifted. I went on this trip, this journey, and I showed myself I'm not alone. I'm loved and I can do things and he's still with me. And it, I, I got clarity out of it. Um, you know, it's grief. We're always sharing all different kinds of things, but I thought it would be lovely to share how uh, it does shift. And I do believe you. <laughs> I believed you before, but you know, when you feel it, it really sinks in. Um, and I and I wouldn't have been able to get here if it wasn't for your podcast. And if you haven't been told that recently, um, that's uh, all I have to say for now. Firstly, we love to hear that the podcast has helped you in your grief. That means the absolute world to us. Thank you. And secondly, bloody good on you for making that trip on your own. I think it takes such courage. You should be really proud of yourself because we're proud of you. So, so proud of you. I feel like I needed to kind of hear this one as well. Like it can be so hard to go and do those things without our loved one, right? Really hard. And like seven months in as well. Like that's so, so fresh. And, Mm. you know, I think when we are fresh in our grief, like the thought of ever feeling like those like the dark depths of it are ever going to kind of be any lighter or that we're going to ever shift into like a new gear. It can just be hard to believe. Yeah. Like I remember we fell out for a while, didn't we? Fuck yeah. And like weddings, like oh. nothing is triggering like a fucking wedding. Especially when it's your sister's wedding and it's it's a moment that, you know, everyone know, you know knew your um, husband and everyone would have been very much, you know, sort of, I guess, wishing that... He was there as well with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. And I just think it sounds like your sister honoured him in a really beautiful way and made that, you know, really special for you. And I'm really glad to hear that you're feeling like you are kind of in a slightly different phase. And, you know, like grief is, you know, it ebbs and flows, doesn't it? It really yeah. does ebb and flow. And, you know, we still have grief bombs. It's still there, like we've both had one recently and we're three years in and you know it's just it's it's always with us and we always like it's almost like we integrate it into our lives and it's still painful but it can get easier so super glad that you feel like going on this trip has has helped you see that you're maybe in a little bit of a different phase and things are feeling a little bit easier right now Mm, it's so like back in the days it's just in the early days you know, it's that feeling of like, there's no hope and it's always going to feel this way. Mm. And it can really take you by surprise. Like it, like Sal said, like it, it does ebb and flow. And Mm. back at the start, like we can just wonder how we're ever going to feel 
okay again, mm. you know, after what's happened. So for anyone listening as well who is feeling this way, um, take this listener as an example that your grief can shift and mould over time. I think it's a beautiful example of that. It's still there and, of course, we still have grief bombs. <laughs> They're not going to go away anytime soon um, and it's still painful. Like mm. let's not forget it is still painful but it can get a bit easier. Absolutely. And, you know, you have got people around you that love you. You can do these hard things on your own. And we're so proud of you, listener. Thank you for sharing this with us. And yeah, we're just really, really happy that the pod has helped you as well. And guys, that is all for today. Thank you so much to everyone who bravely left us a message. If you're listening and you want to get involved and leave us a message, uh, Grievous Anonymous hotline is open 24-7. It's free and it can be found in the show notes or the link in our bio on Instagram. Bye, guys. Bye.